Hey fans, what up? Welcome, uh, welcome back to, uh, yeah, whatever. Hey friends, what up? What? Yeah, whatever that works. Hey friends, what up? Welcome back to Babylon Talmud. Today we're studying Daf Dalid, Daf 4 of Masechta Chagiga. Friends, how's Masechta Chagiga going so far? Thumbs up or thumbs down? Thumbs up, right? Um, well... Where did where did we get up to yesterday? I think yeah we got up to ooh okay that looks good friends um so the first part of today's daf we continue kind of talking about people who are putter from uh, being ole kilu uh, from reia from the oles reia on the shal shugam then we get to some interesting um kind of agarita kind of stuff and then we get to some very interesting stuff about the malachamovis. Yeah, there's an interesting little thing there at the end about the Malach of Mavis. I don't know. Kind of an interesting little thing over there. Friends, we're going to start in Daftal, Um Yeah, oh, wow. I've totally been spacing out in WhatsApp coming to think of it. Oh, man, I feel like I haven't been... Wow, I've been very spacey about a lot of things recently. All right, friends, let's go weiter. So, um... We're on uh, like six lines into the daf and daf talarum ralf vitumtum vandroginus chule. Hmm. All right. So he said that uh, for people who are tumtums and androginoses, so they don't be all regal. Oh, you see, I, I, uh, yeah, I don't have the heat on. I turned off the heat today for like the first time in like two weeks or maybe more. I don't know. But I keep on forgetting that the floor is cold. <laughs> all right. We got a daf to learn. So, what, who can tell me what a tumtum is? A tumtum is a fellow who, who has, is, is, uh, it's, it's unclear, it's neither the genitalia of a male or a female, apparently. So, cause it's kind of unclear what, what he is. But Androgynos is the opposite. Androgynos has both. So, um, cool. So, both tumtum and Androgynos are potter from Olas Riyatana Right? What does the Pasuk say? Three times in the year, all of your males will be seen before God. So if it would just say Zachor, so that would exclude women. Right? Zachor, Zachar, male, to exclude a female. When it says it, it adds to the exceptions. When it says when it says kol zechorcha, right, all of your males, so it's going to include kitanim, uh, minors. Now, of course, the Mishnah had already excluded minors, right? We said cherishot of the is potter, so the Gemara is going to ask. But anyways, we're saying that all your males kol zechorcha is coming to include minors. Oh my, we said earlier zachor lotsi So we had just said that when it says zachor. Meaning, if it would just say Zahor, so we would already exclude women. It says Zahor Chas, so then we exclude um, also Tumtum Ve'androginos. But, um, okay, so because it's a, if, it, if it would say Zahor, so we would exclude uh, women from Olas Re'ia. Halam But the Gemara says, one second, why, why would I need a Pasuk to say that women are exempt from Olas Re'ia? Mirde mitzvah esish asman gramahu. Ha, 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 ha. Well, friends, was anybody thinking that? No, being Ola Regal is a, is a, is a mitzvah. It's Esei Shazman Groma. It's a time-bound mitzvah. It's specific times throughout the year that you're Ola Regal. 
And therefore, and in general, we have a rule that any any positive commandment that is time-based, such as here, right, be ola regal and offer a korban ola these specific times in the year. So then, memele, women will be exempt. So then, why do I need a pasuk to teach me that women are exempt by ola sriya? Memele, if it's a mitzvah esesh as mangrama, women are pturis. It's trich and for the Gemara. The Gemara says, no, you need the pasuk because sakadate chamino, what may I have thought to say, like we said yesterday, that we should make a shava to, to, to learn all asriya from hakel, where it also says, um, re'iyah. What, what does it say by, by, by hakel? It says, I don't know, who, who can remind me? Before call Yisrael, Leiro says Pnei Hashem. Right, so it says, re'iyah dar in oichit. So therefore, uh, I may have thought to say that malahol anoshim chayovis, avkanoshim chayovis. So I may have thought to say that just like by hakel, Women uh, have the obligation to partake to take part in uh, hakel. So I might think the same by olas uh, kamash milan. Therefore, it says zechurcha to say that no, that women are exempt from um, the korban olas riya. Amar my we said earlier zechurcha lotzi tumtum vanjoginus. So we said that when it says zechurcha, it's to exclude a tumtum and an androginus bishlama androginus itzrich. So I understand why you have to exclude. In Androginos, because I may have the th- thought to say that, well, in Androginos, so the, sort of both has the genitalia of both a male and a female. So, so, so I might think, well, you know, part, part of him is, part of this person is, 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 is male. So therefore, I might have the meaning to say that he should be chayev in Olas Re'iyah, where chayev to be seen before God. In the Azari of the Beis Hamikdash, so Kamash Malon. Therefore, the pasuk has to say Zechurcha to exclude an androgynous. However, ho, um, I'm sorry, Kamash Malon debiri b'fneatzmahu. So the pasuk is saying no, he's not considered male. He's considered kind of his own thing, and and therefore he's excluded from um, reir. Fine, Ella tumtim. But why do I need to exclude a tumtum? Sveikahu. After all. I mean, it's completely a suffix. Kilu. We want to say an androgynous is arguably both male and female to some extent, but a tumtum is neither. So then, Mimele is going to be excluded. He's going to be potter from Olas Reir. So Itzdich, I may have thought this. So so Itzdich Kralim Mute Sveka. Do I need a pasuk to exclude a suffix? Why 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 should I think that um, he would be chayv in the first place? So Amar Bayi Kishabetzim Mevachut Suah. So it says Abai that's talking about, well, even though he's a tumtum and he has neither genitalia of a male or a female, but his testicles are on the outside, and therefore, I guess maybe it can be considered like maybe he's a male. So, Mimele, the Pasuk says, nope, he's excluded. All right, let's go. To Amar we said earlier, So when it says, So then it, it uh, includes uh, minors. But one second, as I pointed out a, little, a few minutes ago, didn't our Mishnah already say that a cherish, somebody who's deaf, a shaita, somebody who's foolish, uh, and, and, and a cotton, a minor, all of them are potter from Re'iyah? So how come we're saying over here that Kozul is to include minors? I thought we excluded minors. 
So I'm Rabbi Lokasha says Rabbi, no, don't worry about it. Can be caught in shegiel chinuch. Can be caught in shlegiel chinuch. That um, it depends how small, how minor this minor really is. But if he's so minor that he hasn't even uh, reached the age where we want to start training him in mitzvahs, so then that's what the mission is talking about. He's potter. However. If he's old enough that even though he might be a minor, he's less than bar mitzvah, however, we want to start training him already in mitzvahs, so then that is when we say, to include this kind of a minor. But the Gemara says, yes, but still, a minor who we want to train to do mitzvahs is still, at the end of the day, only obligated rabbinically to do this mitzvah. Meaning, the whole point is that a minor is not midah uh, oraisa, um, uh, is not uh, um, uh, uh, biblically uh, commanded, a minor is not biblically commanded to be olaregel. However, midah abonon, we want to sort of reinforce the, 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 the doing of mitzvah. So, we, um, so therefore, We'll say, okay, he should be Olaregal. But ultimately, it's only Midor Abonon. Midor is Potter. He's a minor. And therefore, why are we saying that calls the is to include minors? If we're saying that they're only Chayib Midor Abonon, so then why are we learning out from a Pasuk in the Torah? If we learn out from a Pasuk in the Torah, then it applies to Araisa. And for the Gemara, Eina Chinami, because Machna Ba'amu. The Gemara says, Eina Chinami. The Gemara says, it's true. A minor who has reached the age of the age of, of where we want to train him to do mitzvahs is only chayev midrabanan. So therefore, yes, clearly we're not learning out from a pasuk that to include minors. However, the pasuk is just an asmachta. We're basing it on a pasuk. Either we're saying it's midrabanan, but look, you know, you can kind of apply it to this pasuk, but it's not to say that this katan will be chayev actually midraraisa. No, it's only an asmachta. Ve'ela kra lemayoso. Okay, fine. So if we're saying that kol zichorcha. To include minors is really only just an asmachta. So then what do we actually learn out from kol zechorcha? So the, the acherim, it's like, acherim says, Netanya acherim omrim, say acherim amakamez v'amatsayif nechoshes v'aborsi, that somebody who uh, picks up uh, dog feces, because he needs it for epis, v'amatsayif nechoshes, somebody who, who, who um, what does metsayif mean? To like, what's that called? To, to, like purify, I think, like like copper. I guess you make it like really hot and stuff. Veaborsi and somebody who works with uh, hides, a tanner. So pturmin they're all potter from 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 being olaregel, from being well from olasriya. Mishum shenemar, as the pasuk says, kol zechurcha. Mishiachol from kol When it says all of your males, it means that they right they have to be people who are able to be olaregel with all the other. Men with all the other people, Yatsu Elu to the exclusion of these, that they're not really shy to be Olarega with everybody else because of the nature of their work, they, they, they smell bad, right? That, uh, you know, somebody who's always working with hides, so he doesn't smell very good, so therefore he shouldn't really be Olarega with everybody else because it would be unpleasant, and therefore he's potter from Olasriya because it, it, he's not shy to be with Kozukhurcha, he's not shy to be with everybody else because, um, it may, may not be pleasant for everybody else. Okay, so we had mentioned in our Mishnah that uh, women are exempt from being Olaregel, uh, from Olasriya, and also uh, slaves who are not freed. Alright, Bishlamo and Nashim Kidamarn. So, okay, so I understand why women 
are uh, um, um, exempt from as we said, it says one of the things that we learn out from there is that it excludes um, uh, women, that, that women are tourists. How do I know that slaves are also uh, exempt from Olas Ri'ya? So it says that the Pasuk says that it says that three times a year you you will be seen before the before the master God, Mishaino Elo Adun Echol. So meaning it's a reference that somebody only has one master, Yatso Zeshlo Adun Akhir. It's the exclusion of a, a slave because a slave has more than one master, not just God, but also his right, his his human master. Holomalikra. But still, why do I need a Pasuk to why do I need a Pasuk in order to exclude a Evid Kanani, a slave, a Canaanite slave? One second. We have a principle, which is that any mitzvah that a uh, right that women are obligated to do, so then also slaves are, have the same ob- level of obligation, same category of obligation. And any mitzvah that a woman is exempt from, so then is not obligated in. So then a slave is also not obligated in. And therefore, right, uh, let's go back there for a second. The Lala Meisha. Yeah, we learn Alexeyushov of law, law, it says law by a shifcha kanainis. Also says law by, um, by, um, by, by marriage. Or I think really by divorce. Um, so, so, uh, so we learn out that any, any, any mitzvah that a, uh, woman is chayvin, a slave is chayvin, and also any mitzvah that a woman is exempt from, so a slave is exempt from, and therefore, so if we already know that women are exempt from all asriya, so the male slave is exempt from all asriya, why do you need a pasuk to teach me that? So Amr Vina says, Ravina lo nitzucho elo lemi shechetzio evid v'chetzio ben chorin. So what we're talking about here, that we need the pasuk to exclude from, and what, and what the Mishnah is talking about when we exclude a, a, an, an evid from being ole, right, from, from, from an ole asriya, it's talking about somebody who's 50% slave and 50% free. You can also infer that right? That um, um, one second. Okay, fine. So, so that the Mishnah says that women are exempt from uh, but also not just slaves, but slaves who are not completely free, who are not free. So my shein and meshuchorin. What does it mean? Slaves who are not free. Ilay meshein and meshuchorin klalas neavodim stomen. If it just means that slaves who are not free at all, right, that they're just completely enslaved, so then it should just say nashim vavodim. What's avodim shein and meshuchorin? So ela lab shein and meshuchorin legamre. No, rather it means that they're not completely free. My ninu mishchetsu eva mishchetsu ben chorin. Who is a slave that's not completely free but is partially free? Somebody who, let's say, has uh, two two masters, and one of them freed him, one of them didn't. So we're saying that he is potter from being Ola Regel. No, that he's potter from Ola Sriya, because um, you know I may have thought to say that maybe he should be chayiv in Ola Sriya because you know he's fifty percent free. So therefore, he says that Taka uh, is potter Shmamino that um, that he's Taka potter from Ola Sriya. And um, Rashi points out that, of course, on Dav Beis, we said that ultimately um, Beis Hillel agree with Beis Shammai 
that we would not have an arrangement where a slave is 50% free and 50% enslaved. Rather, we would force the master to sort of free the, you know, completely free the slave. Um, and therefore, you know, even in this case, when you have 50% slave and 50% free, he would be um, chayv because we treat it as though the other master already freed him entirely and he's entirely free. But this was before Basil um, agreed with Beis Shammai and we're saying um, in that case, if you have somebody who's 50% free and 50% slave, you would talk about um, um, uh, potter. All right. But again, Basil ultimately agreed with Beishamah that in this case, we would free this slave entirely. Um, and therefore, we would consider him to be chayv in the mitzvah of uh, Ola Sri'iyah. Continues the Mishnah, and somebody who's lame, somebody who's blind, somebody who's sick, somebody who's old. Tanarabana, the rabbis taught, regalim, when the postdoc says regalim, which is like legs, proudly violate kabin, to the exclusion of people that have like a, that one of their legs is amputated and they have like a peg. Davracher, alternatively, regalim, feet, proud lechiger, velachol, velasum, velazokin. To the exclusion of somebody who's lame, somebody who's sick, somebody who's blind, somebody who's I guess too old to walk. And just somebody who generally is unable to be ole with his feet. Where am I? Yeah. So no, when we say pretty vaguely, like uh, and somebody who's just unable to walk. What do we? Who's this person who's just unable to walk? So Amr. So so my lasuye my. What's it coming to include? Amrove. Nasui mefanke to include people who are very pampered. He's talking about somebody who's so pampered that they right, be, well in the base hamikdash you don't wear your shoes, right? So somebody who's unwilling to go to the base hamikdash because he doesn't want to be able to walk borvis, he doesn't want to be able to walk without his shoes on. The Maisa, I don't have my shoes on right now, uh, but I, I'm at my house. You know there are people at WeWork. There's one guy at WeWork uh, recently. I'm. I'm Maybe I shouldn't be saying this, but uh, uh, I'm not pretend I didn't say anything. All right. So, so uh, that uh, it says that the Eibushter got upset with the Yidden, and it says when you come to uh, be seen before me on the Shalosh Rugalim, who who asked for you to come and like trample in my in my chotzers uh, in my courtyards. Um, I guess, and what we're learning out from here is that you're not, you shouldn't wear any shoes in the base hamikdash. Okay, fine. And therefore, somebody who's unwilling to do that, unwilling to walk borvis in the base hamikdash, so with, right, uh, barefoot, so then he can't. Uh, so then he's potter from being all the regal. Interesting. All right. Uh, no, I keep on saying all the regal from the from the Ola Surya. Fine. Let's go weiter. We talk a in a brisa oral a fellow who doesn't have a brismila. Rashi says because his brothers died because of brismila, so he doesn't have a brismila. Ve'atomi, a fellow who is um, impure, peturin they are potter from riya. Bishlama tome. So I understand why somebody who's impure is potter from riya. The pasuk says that you will go to the base hamikdash and you will offer a korban in the base hamikdash. Somebody who's able to enter into the temple is somebody who has an obligation to bring an olas However, 
but somebody who's unable to enter the temple. So So then he doesn't bring in a korban olas ri'ya, and therefore somebody who's tame, who's unable to enter the base amitosh, so then he doesn't have any obligation to offer a korban olas ri'ya, not by way of a messenger or anything like that. So how do we know that somebody who doesn't have a bismillah is potter from olas ri'ya? Hamani Rabbi Akiva, he, well, this Bryce is Rabbi Akiva, the uh, Marbe, the Aral Katame, who treats a Aral, somebody who doesn't have a Bismillah, like an impure person. The Tanis, we learn in the Bryce, Rabbi Akiva, Omis, Rabbi Akiva, Ish, Ish, um, that it says in the context of um, Kohanim eating Kodshim, it says, Lirabos is a Aral. When it says Ish, Ish, right? Now, what does the Pasuk say? It says, it says the Pasuk, uh, wait, where am I? Says the pasuk, ish ish mizera aharin vutsaruf. He's got saras or zav, but kachim lo yocha. He shouldn't eat kachim. We say ish ish comes to include also an oral should not eat kachim. Right, the rabbis is oral that an oral also does not eat. Excuse me, kachim, um, and therefore we treat an oral like somebody who is tame. And therefore, if somebody who's tame does not bring in olas riyas, then oichit an oral does not bring in a carbon. Korban olas riyah, tanarabana. The rabbis taught tamei potter min Somebody who's impure is potter from olas riyah. The chesiv is the pasuk says uvaso shama vavesim shama. They will go to the base mitosh and will offer in the base mitosh. Kol sheyeshnu bebiyah yeshnu bava. As we said a few a minute ago, that somebody who has an obligation to, right, somebody who's able to enter into the temple is somebody who has an obligation to offer a. And somebody who is unable to enter the temple because he's impure, so then also he's on he does he's potter, he doesn't have an obligation to bring a olas riyah. I'm sorry. says the name a fellow who's blind in one eye, as we saw the other day on Daf Bez. Potter minaria is potter from Ri'ia. Shinemar, as the Pasuk says, Yira Yira'e. Right, it says, um, um, what does the Pasuk say? It says, Shalosh Paimon Bashana Yira'e calls Churcha. Right, so we read it Yira'e, but technically it's also written Yira'e. He will see. And the Joshua is, Kedarech Shabaliros, just like God comes to see with his two eyes, Kach Baliros. So also a fellow is going to be seen by God. Um, right, when he has two eyes, ma, but Liros Bishteinov, just like God sees with two eyes, Afliros Bishteinov, also somebody is going to be seen with, um, vision in two eyes. It says the Gemara of Huna, Kimatilai Kra, Yir Yeroe, Bachi. So, Rafuna, whenever he would arrive at the Pasuk of Yir Yeroe, right, that God sees the Yidin, the Yidin are seen by God, Bachi, Rufuna would cry, Omar, he said, Leroso, a servant that his, that his master yearns and looks forward to seeing him. Yisrachik Mimenu, the master all of a sudden would distance himself from the servant. The Pazuk says, that the Pazuk says in Yeshaya, that when you will come to see my face, who wants it? God says, I don't need you to come here and trample in my courtyards. That how far we've fallen, how sad it is that once upon a time the Abishter wanted, right? It was the highlight of the Abishter's year, so to speak. 
Right, that God wanted to, that, that we should be seen in, in, in Yerushalayim on the, on the Shalash Rugalim. And then there, you, we have a Pasuk in Yeshaya that describes how the Abishter says, I don't, I really don't need you coming here and making a mess. Ravuna kimati la bachi. Ravuna, when he would arrive at the following Pasuk, he would cry that the Pasuk says, that you'll go to Yerushalayim and you'll slaughter Korban Shlomim and you'll eat them in Yerushalayim. A, 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 a servant that, that, that his master looks forward to eating on his table, to enjoying Korban Shlomim with him. That, that master will distance himself from, 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 from the servant. As the Pasuk says, between us and God, that while at one point the Abishter looked forward Right, the Ebrister looked forward to 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 Korban, receiving Korban Shlom on the Mizbeach, and all of a sudden we've gotten so far that God says, "Why do I need so many Korbanos? Just leave me alone." When he would uh, reach the following pasuk, he would cry, "Also, that by Yosef Atzadik." That when Yosef HaTzadik, he did the big reveal, Yosef, Yosef HaTzadik tells his brothers, it's me, it's your brother Joseph. And he says, that they were so stunned that they couldn't reply. If the, if the, if the rebuke of, of flesh and blood, right, Yosef reveals himself to his brothers and they're so thoroughly embarrassed. The rebuke of God, then certainly we should be shaken and we should take seriously and be embarrassed. When Rabbi Lazar would reach the following pasuk, he would cry, Shmuel says to Saul that um, Shaul goes to like a, 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 a witch kind of person, like a magician, a machshefer. And Shaul says to her, bring me Shmuel. Shmuel was already dead. But Shaul was feeling kind of stuck in a bind. And he, and he went to this necromancer. What's that? Is that like a thing? Anyways, and she brought Shmuel like to come to them. What, what are you doing over here? Why, why are you waking me up from my, from my dead slumber? That if Shmuel was scared of judgment, then certainly we should be scared of judgment. Shmuel, Shmuel, what does it mean that Shmuel was scared of judgment? The says, that this woman said to Shaul, that this uh, uh, sort of sorceress said to Shaul, Elokim ra'isi olim. I saw gods going up. Olim tre mashma. Olim is plural, implying at least two. Chad Shmuel ve'idach de azul. Shmuel. What? 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 Tre mashma. Chad Shmuel ve'idach. So one of them is Shmuel, and the other one, de azul Shmuel ve'asi le Moshe ba'ade. That Shmuel went and he chapped a rain, Moshe oichet. Also, Moshe Rabbeinu, Omerle, Shmuel says to Moshe Rabbeinu, I don't understand, right? No, no, what's going on? Shaul goes to, the, to this magician 
and says to her, bring me Shmuel who's already dead. Shmuel is completely confused. Like, why am I being brought back from the dead? Why am I being woken up? He gets shooken up. He gets scared. He, he goes to Moshe Rabbeinu. He says, Moshe Rabbeinu, come with me. Maybe they, maybe they're, 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 they're taking me to judgment. Come with me. The leka milsa, the chasavta, the chasavta by raised the lokiyamtia. Because says Shmuel to Moshe Rabbeinu, there's nothing in the Torah that you wrote that I neglected to, 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 to be mekayim, to, 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 to fulfill. Therefore, it says that um, that um, that, 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 that that there were two of them. So we see that um, Shmuel was flustered and he was scared of the judgment. And therefore, he brought Moshe Rabbeinu along with him. So if Shmuel was scared of judgment, then certainly we have what to be concerned about. Rabbi Ami, when he would arrive at the following pasuk, he would cry, that he will place his, his mouth in dirt. Maybe then there's some hope. All right, it's part of Eicha, that things are pretty schwer. Oh my Ulai says Rabbi that a person is gonna go and put his face in dirt kiilu and still maybe there's hope just maybe. Rabbi Kimati Rabbi when he would reach the following pasuk he would cry seek out righteousness seek out humility and then just maybe just maybe you will be able you will be hidden when God gets upset Omar Ulai says Ami that a person will, will 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 seek righteousness and humility and still maybe he'll have a chance to be hidden when the Abishra gets upset. Friends my uh my, my throat got all dried out. I don't mind going Viter. Do you guys mind if I go Viter? Rabasi, when he would reach the following pasuk, he would talk a cry: "Sinu tov, hate evil, love good, v'atzigu b'shay mishpat, and upstand in the gate uh, uh, righteousness, um, 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 justice." Ulai yechanan Hashem, yechanan Hashem eloke Israel. Maybe then God will show favor. The God of Israel will show favor. Kulei ve'ulai, right? Then we'll do. All, right, all this will hate evil, will love good, will uphold justice, and still maybe then God will show his favor. Rav Yosef, Yosef, when he would reach the following pasuk, he would talk a cry, that you can have a fellow who's taken away, who's killed, who dies without proper judgment. Says of Yosef, I don't understand. What does it mean Yesh Nispe below Mishpat? That there's a person who can be Chapterain before his proper time. Is it possible for somebody to die before his proper time? In the Gemara says, yes, it's possible. Ki hodr of Bevai Barabaye, Havishkech Gabi Malachamovis. There, Bevai Barabaye, the Malachamovis would come to him all the time. Omele the Shluche, and one time the Malachamovis. Said to his servant, to his assistant, Zil Aisili Miriam Magad Leseir Nashaya. The Malachamovis says to his assistant, he says, All right, no, it's time. Go get for me Miriam who braids the women's hair. It's time for her to die. To die. Also, Aisili Miriam Magad Dadake. And the assistant, 
uh, assistant, he did the wrong thing. He brought the wrong Miriam. Itaka killed the wrong person. Um, so the Malacham says to his assistant, says, Wait, I said I need the Miriam who braids the hair of the women, not the Miriam who raises the kids. So Omar lay, so the assistant says, okay, fine, I'll bring her back to life, I'll put her back. Omar lay, to which the Malachamava says, no, wait. No, once already you brought Miriam who raises the children. Okay, once already you brought her, let's keep her. But then, um, but then Rebbevai says to the Malcham office, he says, I don't understand. If it wasn't her time to die, if it wasn't the time yet for Miriam, the raiser of the children, to die, then how were you able to take her if it wasn't her time yet? Have us Nikita, so the, so the, the Malcham office says, I'll tell you how I was able to chop her, how the assistant was able to chop her. Then have us Nikita, Mas Biyada, that she was holding a poker in her hand, that she was standing by an oven with a poker, and she was, you know, kind of moving around the, the uh, coals, she was sweeping out the coals from the oven. And she accidentally put the poker on her foot. And she got burnt, and now once she got burnt, she kind of her, her her luck was kind of on the downswing, right? She there was like a glitch in her luck, in her mazel, in her constellation. By Sisa, and then I was able to 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 chop her. So even though it wasn't yet time for Miriam, the raiser of the children, to die, but because she burnt herself and she was in a shvera matzav, so then my assistant was able to chop her eye. Omer bevai Bayabaye. Says, wait, but are you just allowed to do this? What a person burns themselves, you can just kill him. So the Malachamov says, well, doesn't the Pazuk say that there's a person who can be chaptarain, even if it's not the proper judgment? To which says, but the Pazik says that one generation goes and the next generation comes. Ke'ilu. You can't just mess around with generations and stuff. One generation needs to be complete before the next generation can come. I.e. you can't just chop Miriam the razor of children if it's not time for her to die yet. There's going to be a gap. Omar so says says uh, the Malachamov is enochinami dar ino lehu ono admal lehu lidara. Yeah, sure, I could kill uh, Miriam, the raiser of the children, but just take her, schlep her around with me until the generation is complete. And only at that point, once the generation is complete, do I then pass her on to Duma, who's like in charge of all the dead people. So therefore he's saying, look, he, you know, I guess that there's two sort of stages. There's the Malachamavis kind of kills a person and then delivers the person to Duma. Sounds like he's like a middleman, a contractor. So therefore, the Malachamavah says, look, I can kill Miriam, the raiser of the children, and then just schlep her around with me until it would be her proper time to die. And then at that point, I hand her over to Duma. But then Rebbeva Ba'abai says, okay, fine. 
So you could do that. But still, all these years that she had still left in her life that you're taking away from her, what are you doing with the extra years? So says the Malachamavas, well, if there's a young Torah scholar who's pretty chilled out, he doesn't, uh, you know, he doesn't, he doesn't get upset at other people. Well, then what I do is I, I take like the extra years of Miriam, the raiser of the children, and, you know, I, I accidentally took her too early. So now that we have these extra years, so I give it to a Tamur Chacham who uh, is like a chilled out dude and he doesn't uh, get upset uh, at, at other people. Well, friends, that was a daf. Uh, what daf was that? Daf Dalar of Masechta Chagiga. I think it was a pretty interesting daf. I mean, we continued talking about like the different people that are like Potter from uh, from uh, Olas Ria. We talked a shtick about Mitzvah's essay Shazman Gromo, and then we got into um, some interesting agaritas about different psukim and different amoraim that would cry when they would get to these. So, and then at the end, we had a very interesting sort of description about the Malacham Ovis and how uh, sometimes they just like, it's almost like a free-for-all. It sounds like there's like no accountability over there. You're supposed to kill one person, killed somebody else. It's like, all right, well, since you killed her, just we'll, we'll, we'll keep her. But yeah, it was also an interesting discussion about Duma and how the Malacham Ovis is kind of a middleman. He like, he kind of hops around and kills a fellow and then delivers him to Duma. And the event that he hopped around like too early, so then he kind of schleps around the person and delivers them to Duma a little bit later. So, uh, all right, very interesting stuff, I think. But anyways, friends, that was uh, Daf uh, Dal of Masechet Chagiga. I hope you enjoy. Peace out. Cheers.